you're listening to The Accessible Stall. But first, a word from WNYC's Radiolab. From Radiolab. Now this is the pump where Helen learned her first word, water. I spent most of my life feeling constricted by Helen Keller's ghost. I don't blame Helen Keller. Did you really have to write that letter? We don't focus on that. It is here and now. It's not in the past. No. Ah! The Helen Keller Exorcism. Check it out wherever you get podcasts. Kyle Catchadorian. You look like you had to think about that for a second. I for, I have forgotten my name on occasion. <laughs> and you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. What are we going to talk about today, Emily? I think we need to talk about the fact that we're disabled 24-7 and sometimes we just need a break from that. Okay, but do you realize that that's so ironic that we're discussing this on our disability-themed podcast. Yeah, I mean, okay, I did think about that. I also realized we've done, what is it, 100 episodes talking about all things disability, and sometimes what if we just don't want to talk about disability? You mean to tell me that there are disabled people out there who are more than just their disabilities. I have never met one. You show me one right now. I am more than my disability. I won't be defined by it. I'm not a label. Labels are for soup. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't couldn't even say it. Anyway, no, that's a fantastic, wonderful topic because I feel that way all the time and I'm sure you do too. Yeah, I mean, look, I joke all the time that I am a professional disabled person, like disabled 24-7. There's no getting around that. I technically do take my wheelchair off at night so I can go to bed or I take myself off my wheelchair. You get my point. You don't sleep in that thing? Oh, my gosh. Uh, There was a really funny video Um, I think the disability rights activist Mia Ives Rubley made this video. Have you seen that video? I think so. It's where they are in their wheelchair and then they put their wheelchair in the bed and then they sleep in the wheelchair in the bed. It's so funny. I'm going to try to find it and link it. But anyway, I do not, in fact, sleep in my wheelchair, except for when I do, because sometimes I recline it and take a nap. But we're getting off track here. The point, what is my point? I'm disabled. Even though we're always disabled, we're not always thinking and breathing and live. We're always living it, but we're not always like dedicating every second of our life to it. I mean, I guarantee you my mother would pause this right now while listening to it and be like, Emily, you are so full of it because all I do is talk about disability. But to be fair, it's my job. But sometimes I really don't want to think about disability. It's funny that you say it's your job because part of the reason that that thinking about disability on my off time bothers me is because to me, it's, it's part of, it's my job too. And so to me, it feels like work. And I wonder if I would still feel that way if I didn't 
also do work in a disability related field? Yeah, well, hi, my name is Emily and I'm a workaholic, so I can't help myself. I eat, sleep and breathe disability because disability is part of me, but also so much of the work that I do, all of the work that I do, that I feel like I can't escape it. But sometimes I just want to like take off the activist hat and watch something and maybe it's even a little bit mildly against my activist barometer, but like I don't want to get into a rage spiral about it. This is how inundated that, that I am with this. And I, I know that I, I I can't speak for you, but I, I think I can. There there's certain things that, you know, in my past life before I did disability professionally, and I know that like with time comes wisdom too. So, but like there are things that bother me in media all the time that I know that like me, the human underneath the disability doesn't care about, but me, the disabled human, this manifestation of me that you see does care about it. And I have this like internal fight with myself. It's like, why am I like, it bothers me, but should it? And it's like, yeah, but why is that subtracting from my enjoyment of whatever it is I'm watching? Like, for example, most recently uh, I was watching Yellow Jackets and there's a scene in it where there is a an amputation that had to be medically done. And I was like, I don't know why that bothers me, but it does from like a disability standpoint because they kept treating the character differently after that. I don't want to talk about that right now, except to say that you should all watch that. Everybody says that I should watch Yellow Jackets, but I I need to challenge you here because you said something about like the human under the disability and then disabled human. I freaking knew it. I knew you were going to get me there. I mean, I actually don't necessarily think that's what you meant, but because we are a podcast and we have to entertain the listeners, I'm going to probe you here. So <laughs> I, I knew it. I felt it as soon as it came out. I was like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> but no, tell me, tell me why you feel this way. Uh, this or don't feel this way with my therapist. Uh, no. Um, so <laughs> what I meant was this was sort of an analogy. I didn't I don't actually know if I feel that way. I've never actually given it much thought. This is the first time I've ever described it that way. Um, if it turns out that I do actually feel this way, I will tell you in a future episode. But it was sort of an analogy uh, t- to separate like what makes me me like the core bits and the I'm going to catch myself again. I'm about to do it again. And and the parts of me that are disabled and, and they're distinct, but they're not. And whether I choose to like view things through that part of me, like obviously I'm one person, but like it's just interesting. I feel like that there are sometimes um, two sides to me, one of which is very, very acutely aware of how the world hates people like us. And the other who knows that, but is also like just a guy. And those two are like fighting all the time. That's, and I know that's a crude analogy because I, I am me. There's one me. I am my disability and it is me. But it's also a no, part I get of it. me too. You're, 
multi-layered. You're a multi-layered individual. And I'm not trying to trap you into anything. I'm genuinely curious because no, I know, I know. I just... know some people see disability as inextricably linked to who they are and every part of them. And then other people only see it as one part of them that does not affect every other part of them. No, see, that's I, I fight that battle every second of my life because I understand both of those things. It is something that's entirely part of me, but it is also one part of me. And it's the one part of me that affects everything else that I do. It's it's very weird. I mean, I know you know this, but like, it's just, it's not. I feel like the world pigeonholes me and I don't want to be pigeonholed. You know, I I, I don't want to blame the world for this, but I'm going to a little bit. Because, yeah, it's their fault. you know, yeah, see, you get it. <laughs> and like, you know, even though there's a lot more to me than my CP, it undeniably affects every single thing I do to the point where if I didn't have CP, I would not be sitting here right now in Seattle doing this podcast with you. And so that's something that I genuinely, it doesn't even, struggle's not the word because like, I don't hate it because on the one hand, it's kind of cool. But on the other hand, it's like, eh. you know, you know what? Yeah. Like, so you and I are not you and me, me and you I'm having know. a grammar moment. The two of us. The two of us are not friends because we are disabled. But if we were not disabled, we would not be friends. Yes, exactly. Because we met because we both were going to the same camp for kids with disabilities. So therefore, like... It was our disabilities that led us to that moment of meeting. Right. But our relationship has very little to do with the fact that we're both disabled people. That's just how that's what that was the icebreaker. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We do it for, you know, fun like we're doing right now. But like. If we never talked about disability again, we would still be friends with, the, you know, we would still have a relationship. Yeah, I don't think people it's know really that bizarre. about us, though. Yeah, I know. Well, how I mean, could they? <laughs> no, but I really think that because we have a disability podcast, we are disabled people and not disabled people who also have other external interests beyond talking about disability. Like, can you imagine if tomorrow we changed this from, like, the accessible stall to like the movie theater and just started oh, talking Jesus. about movies that we watched. Everyone would be like, what happened? You're a whole person with interests. Yeah, you're right. And it, in the context of the show, it doesn't bother me because this is something that I love to do with you. If When it's your whole life, that, that gets tired. It gets annoying really quick. I'm already annoyed at myself when, like, I ache like an 80-year-old man at 9 in the morning. I don't need it externally <laughs> from the world, too. No, I mean, come on. You know. You know. Of course I know. I had a horrible chronic pain day yesterday. And yeah. it was affecting that everything that I did. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to think about this. It's just annoying. Because I find myself almost 
on occasion, like doing it to myself because I hang out with people who also talk a lot about disability and it's not their fault. That's your interest. That's your interest. Like more power to you. But it's just like, oh man, there's more to life than this. But at the same time for us, like, no, there isn't. I mean, obviously there is, there's other things in life other than being disabled, but like it is what we are. It is who we are. You know what was a really great moment that I had the other day? I was doing an interview for another podcast, and prior to the interview, the co-hosts asked me if there were things that I wanted to talk about that I don't usually get asked about on podcasts. And so I said straight up, I'm not just disabled. There's other things that I'm interested in. Let's talk about other things. And I care very deeply about, for example, disability representation in those things that I'm interested in. So a perfect example is I love theater. I love seeing live theater. I love going to shows. I love watching movie adaptations of theater. I love going to like random offbeat shows in the basement of a random place in New York City. And I love going to Broadway. I love theater. Now, it brings me great joy to see disability represented in theater, but I don't necessarily go to theater events because of disability. It is a thing that I enjoy that is outside the realm of activism, but every single time I'm at a show and disability comes up, even tangentially. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say to you. It like snaps me out of my like, I'm enjoying this for entertainment's sake. And now I'm like, ooh, representation. Let's think about it. Let's unpack it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the sad part about that is, unfortunately, due to the extreme lack of good representation in every form of media that we have, it's usually not good, the analysis that you almost instinctively have to do. Yeah. Or when it is good, I get real excited about it. And then I get all like, I can't stop thinking about it. And I want to talk about it. And oh, maybe I should write about it. And I should tweet about it. And I should tell other people about it. And then I can no longer just enjoy things for enjoyment's sake. And suddenly it's become an activism thing. Yeah. But damn, like I just wanted to see a play. Yeah. But this points to the fact that, like it or not, disability is, I don't know if this is exactly what it points to, but it's inherently political and it inherently relates to everything. Like, I always tell people that every issue is a disability issue because every issue is related to disabled people and impacts disabled people. So therefore you can't just cut disability out of the equation. But like sometimes I want to because I'm tired. But then someone's going to tell me, and rightfully so, that it's a privilege if I don't have to think about it all the time. So I just want to acknowledge that. Well, of course, but like that doesn't mean that it's not, you know, I don't want to say good, but it's like, I still want to do it. What? Give yourself a break? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I do all the time. I'm not saying this is someone who's, uh, you know, burnt out and overworked, even though I am. But I, I say that as someone who like, I, I, I really do feel like you and I would be having a slightly different conversation if we both didn't do this for a job. I feel like, you know what I, you know what I feel like? It, I, I think, I don't know, but I feel like it must be like when some other person in a profession sees their profession depicted in the movies or on a TV show. It's never right. It's never right. And <laughs> well, no, but like, you know, no, you're totally right. Like if a doctor is I, watching a medical show. Yeah. And I know that's only the the media representation aspect of, of what we're talking about, but that's sort of a really neat little microcosm of the issue that I'm trying to make people who don't have disabilities like understand like if you're a chef and you see a scene on a tv show that involves cooking it's probably gonna make you mad <laughs> you know it's just not right like not oh, right. the chopping technique is terrible yeah nobody watch me cook i'm not very good at chopping and 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 if you're a doctor any medical show this is where the the medical community and uh the disabled community can like have some solidarity is the inaccuracy of the good doctor. I could not bring myself to watch that show. Although I've heard it's kind of a representation nightmare. I mean, what isn't, but yeah. Do you watch it? No, no, of course not. No, I don't like medical shows. (laughs) And I think portrayals of autism are almost always terrible. So between those two things, I do like scrubs. I keep trying to watch that every once in a while because you told me I should. I don't like it as much as Ted Lasso, which is his other show. I'm very afraid to say this, but I'm going to publicly admit I didn't know. No, that breaks my heart. I love it so much. (laughs) Maybe I need to try again. But you know what I'm watching right now? I'm watching Scandal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm watching Scandal. I'm watching a lot of stuff. Dramatic. Well, I know I'm watching other things too. Like my parents and I watched uh, Inventing Anna, that show on Netflix about we we gotta finish that. Oh man, it's actually I've like never been so annoyed by every single character in a show. How you're feeling right now is how like the whole country felt in March of 2020 watching Tiger King. (laughs) <laughs> it's true we couldn't get into that either i no, watched I, I know. one episode and i was like forget it people always say white people don't have culture yes they do and it is tiger king baby Ugh, not me cannot watch will not watch and so good we're also watching because i love i guess watching criminal behavior on tv this is terrible uh the the show on hulu about theranos and Elizabeth I Holmes. I just, I, yeah, that's on my list. I've seen everything. I've seen all the documentaries about her. I'm obsessed with that woman. I think she is a sight to behold. It's fascinating. It's, I love a good crazy. scam, though. Yeah, no, me too. I'm, I'm all about that. Like, I watched both documentaries on Fire Festival. Me too. Okay, this is it. This is good content. <laughs> but see, okay, but this is the thing. Like, people, I feel like, don't know 
what I am into beyond talking about disability, especially me, because I do it all the time. But ask me other questions. Like, I would like to talk about other things. What is your personal feelings on Ja Rule? Am I supposed to have feelings on Ja Rule? Was he the one who was no. involved involved in the fire? Yeah, yeah. Front? He, 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 was, he was the rapper, and then there was some yuppie white guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he actually shows up in Inventing Anna for a minute. No, he doesn't. Are you serious? Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's, they know each oh, other. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Of course they do. That's okay. not a spoiler. <laughs> no, I, I bet it's not. I feel like his name is Billy. Yes, it is. Billy something. Whatever. Know, whatever. Billy sucks. But... Look, I love watching like crime shows and I love political dramas. Like I said, I love theater, weird, offbeat, like give it to me. Love it. I really like food journalism. I love reading about food. Yeah. See, you don't even know that. I don't. I like just told Eli this the other day. I, I knew everything else that you said. Here's something you might not know about me. I've seen every episode of Criminal Minds. I did not know that. See, look at us learning things. Have you? No, I've never. Oh. I don't think I've seen a single one. Oh, that's a good one. You, you, if you, yeah, that's. But okay, tell like tell us about your other interests. I'm about to like start naming your hobbies, but you just do it. I mean, uh, I Talk love video games. I love fish. Oh God, I love fish. I have so many fish. You guys, <laughs> I like I have like a million fish. Um. And it's like actually delightful. Yeah. and But see, this is the thing. You know, in this context, our listeners are probably like, what the hell? Who cares? We listen to you guys because you're the disabled podcast. And that's totally valid. And you're correct. But what you as a listener don't understand is we have to, you know, when we're not doing this show, this is still all we get to talk about because of life, the lives we live and the jobs that we do. And it's kind of exhausting. Yeah, and sometimes I just want Kyle to send me pictures from his fish tank. And but see, but this is how deep this goes, guys. Because I did do that, and the first one that I sent her, one that she did not ask for, was a disabled fish. Sorry, I didn't mean to finish her sentence, but I was just no, thinking I, the same I, thing. I'm very happy that you did. He literally goes, "This is my disabled fish." If that doesn't illustrate how permeated this is into our beings. I honest to God don't know what will. But I wanted to see your blue shrimp. That was what I wanted to see. And then I, I got like. Too, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, but good. the point is, like, I got the whole grand tour of the fish tank and it included the disabled fish because we can't <laughs> not talk about disabled everything. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I find it annoying. Like, I just recently finished, a couple months ago, I finished The Dragon Prince. And that's a great, like, cartoon on Netflix. It's wonderful. It's an adult cartoon. It's not a cartoon for adults where they do, like, raunchy crap. It is, like, a cartoon that is for adults to watch that has in-depth story about, like, war and, and stuff. And there's so much in it. And I watched it all. And I can't wait for the next season. And the only thing that I can remember is that there is a deaf character and that is cool because her like interpreter, her her right hand man is using real ASL. Who cares? I mean, that's like an 
to, to, to any person watching that, that is a nice, cute, amazing little detail. Look at the care they put into their show. To us, that's like, holy sh**. They really went all out on this. And that's, oh God, it's so annoying because it's so good and that's all I care about. See, maybe the thing is that we need to go back to blaming this on the world because if it wasn't such a big freaking deal to see stuff like this, then we wouldn't be thinking about it all the time. True. But we have these little incremental wins and I just always feel the inclination like I'm supposed to be celebrating them, which I do. I do. I really don't want anybody to mistake this episode for like us complaining about positive disability representation or saying that like we don't want to be disabled because it's neither of those things. It's just sometimes I wish there was an off switch in my brain so that I didn't see everything through that lens and I could give myself a mental break. I think for me too, the annoying thing is I don't, how do I say this in a way that doesn't sound contradictory to everything I just said? Like, I know that I am a disabled person and like, so does everyone in my life. But like, when I look in the mirror, I don't be like, I'm not like, hey, what's up, you disabled guy? You know, like, I don't, yeah, yeah. that doesn't come to, like, <laughs> I do not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't live my life, I mean, I am a disabled person and that is my life, but I don't, from this side of my eyes, I'm not doing that. And so when people do it to me, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I'm disabled, that's right. Oops, I almost you forgot. Said this. I remember you've said before, like when you catch yourself walking in a reflection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I don't like it. <laughs> it's weird. But it's funny because you're absolutely right. Like I am disabled. It is within me. It is me. But when I look in a mirror, I'm not like, what's up, wheelchair user? Exactly. It's what I mean. It's like <laughs> – and, and like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I maybe there are disabled people. It wouldn't even surprise me if there were tons of them that, that like, you know, they do that. And that is not literally, but like th being disabled is like that important to them. Right. But like, I, I just don't. And it doesn't mean it's not important to me. It's just that when it's put upon me by like things that are outside of my control, I, it, 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 I get like a bit of cognitive dissonance for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Hmm. That's a, yeah, thing like that I'll be That's a thing that I have. That's a thing that I am. Exactly. Like, I'll be snapped back to reality. Um, Oops, if I go somewhere. <laughs> Oops, the ghost gravity. <laughs> we can't get a copyright strike. Wait, this is not YouTube. Anyway. Um, so, it does make me like snap back into this headspace. So I'll be yep. enjoying myself and then somebody will make a rude comment or I'll be just, you know, hanging out, watching a movie. Like I was watching a movie with my boyfriend over the weekend and it was like some Japanese mob movie or gangster movie. And <laughs> There was a plot line about how 
one of the guys marries this woman who is the daughter of a really wealthy business owner and she's disabled and you know the brother of this woman is all up in arms because he feels like his poor disabled sister is just being taken advantage of you know so and i'm sitting here and i'm like i am watching some random like 1960s black and white japanese gangster film and now can't I'm get away from it emily can't get away from it just follows you everywhere and it's funny because you know eli knows me well enough he immediately looks at me when something like that comes up just to see my face and that's great because you know it means he recognizes that this is a valuable part of my identity and it's something that i care about and i'm interested in but let me watch my gangster movie (laughs) yeah yeah someone's gonna get mad at me Someone's going to get mad at us for this episode. I can't you know, even it w- quite articulate why. It just feels like the world is tokenizing you. Not you, us, me. I'm speaking for myself. But like, it just feels like that's what it feels like to me. Like when when I do that, I can't help but feel, I, I just can't help it. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, the disabled guy who's watching this, they, they're going to like that. I know that's not what they're doing. I know what they're doing is way worse. I know what they're doing is either, you know, they're trying to 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 gain pity out of an audience and or or some other emotion. Other sometimes it's done well, but I'm not talking about those times. It just feels very off to me and I wish that it didn't. It you know what it feels like kind of like you ever watch something that has very obvious product placement? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it it feels like that, like disabled storylines and stuff. It always feels like, and this is sponsored by Pepsi, you know, and like, here's the disabled person. <laughs> well, especially like, in more modern media, because yep. I feel like they're like, look at all this diversity. I know it's like, and it's not like I don't like diversity in a TV show. I'm I'm so not one of those people, but it's like there have been more shows featuring like disabled characters like on Netflix in the past five years than there ever was before. And that is great. Objectively great. I am so here for that bonus points. If they're played by actual disabled actors, but like <laughs> then you watch them and it's like, they don't do anything. They're just, they're just, they're either there for to be, to be disabled well, no, that that's what they're there for. I love I, I misspoke when they when they do nothing, if they're just like a disabled guy and then they get rejected on the date because they had a bad date and the girl didn't like them. I'm like, yes, you didn't say anything about the fact that he has no legs. That's awesome. I love that. You know, I get it. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, when I'm the sorry. disabled like person is just. Place. No, it's but I, I follow you. Like, if the disabled person is there and their disability is not being used to further the As plot, a plot device. But, yes. But, like, they're a disabled person who happens yes. to be. Yeah, I love no, that. I get it. Yeah, that's that's great. That never happens. But watch Lock and Key. Lock and Key? You wouldn't like it. And you actually shouldn't watch it. But that that that's a that happens there. There's a character with no legs. And he just, that's it. He's just a character. And it's great. I've never seen better representation. I'm like, hell yes. They don't Wait, why wouldn't I plot. like it, though? This I, is important. Like 
No, it's not. It's just not your thing. It's like sci-fi. Oh, yeah. No, you know my tastes. Okay. I trust you. But you'd love the representation, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Like, I get excited about that, but I'm not going to force myself to watch something just for the representation. I mean, someone out there is going to be like, wow, you ungrateful people. Like, you get representation and you get what you get and you should just be happy about it. But, like, no, I just, I don't want it to be tokenistic. What is this episode about? I don't know anymore. Just being disabled is so... I, I know that, like, last episode was disabled bodies are weird, okay? This one is not just about our bodies, okay? Like, this one is being disabled is weird. This one is you are acutely aware of how inaccessible the world is. You are acutely aware of how much the world doesn't like you. You are acutely aware of how special everyone thinks you are all the time. <laughs> you, you know, and, and, like, everything that comes with it. It's just bizarre because... It, I don't even have, I, mean, I just spent the last 33 minutes trying to articulate why, and I don't know if I can. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so, I feel like I'm wearing a scarlet letter. I feel like there's something everyone else can see about me. I mean, I know I walk different. I get that. I know that I do look different. But, like, it's just, the world's not for people with scarlet letters, and it's not for us, right? Like, I don't know. And yet we exist in the world and we're just trying to live our lives. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This one's hard for me because I really do think, eat, sleep, and breathe disability all the time. Me too, but like that's kind of the point. It's like sometimes I forget what I like to do. You know what I like to do? I like to write about disability. I like to podcast about disability. I like to complain about disability. I like to but celebrate disability. We're doing this. I don't see this as me podcasting about disability, even though that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm hanging out with my friend Emily and we're doing a podcast. You know? That's sort of, yeah, this this doesn't feel like work. But I hear and agree with your point. And I'm sad that you don't like Ted Lasso because Roy Kent was recently on Sesame Street with Oscar the Grouch. And if you you didn't like it and that's fine. But I just wish you did because then I could share that with you and you would like it as much as I do. I do feel we need to talk about the fact that Oscar is pretty great, though. Oscar is pretty great. Like if I had a Muppet who I felt like embodied my attitude. I don't think people would actually think that I'm Oscar, but like, certainly I'm, I'm Oscar. No, I'm Oscar. I am. I am Oscar. I am Oscar the Grouch. But also maybe a little bit Elmo. Not you. I me. feel like you, right? Or Zoe. Oh, yeah. I do like Sesame Street. Me too. Sesame Workshop That's is down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, hey guys, did you know that Emily was on Sesame Street that one time? Um, because I'm disabled. <laughs> it all comes back to that. <laughs> Why? I don't know what this episode was, but it was a little bit liberating. Yep. I feel like any disabled person who listens to this is going to understand, and any non disabled person who listens to this is going to stop listening to our show. <laughs> stick with us i promise it'll yeah. not always be like this i think 
we're just in this weird moment right now where real talk can be messy. Yeah. Final takeaways? You got some? I guess my final takeaway is I am disabled and I don't want you to ignore that and I don't want you to erase that, but I also want you to recognize that it is not the only aspect of my life or my interests or my identity. And even though it shapes everything and it shapes how I experience the world and how people perceive me, that doesn't mean that I want to be reduced to some one note caricature of a person because there's so much more to me than my disability. And I don't mean like, I am more than my disability. I will overcome my disability. Like, it's not like that. I literally mean I am a robust, complex human being and disability happens to be a part of that. So I don't want you to forget my humanity because you're only focusing on one aspect of my identity, even if it is a very big, noticeable aspect of my identity. Literally perfect. Could not have said that better. In fact, every time I was thinking of something to follow that up with, that was literally the next sentence you said. Bravo. That's the Instagram quote for this episode. So, um... No final takeaways from you then? I just think that me having a disability is a small part of who I am that happens to be the most impactful part of who I am, or at least how I interact with the world. And it annoys me that other people don't see that. But that's partly also me because we do this for a living. And so maybe it's a little bit of an introspective final takeaway. Nah, I get it. Like, see my disability, but don't just see my disability? I don't know. I'm going to have to think on that one. There's yeah, some something like that, but like, but like catcher, you know, catcher in a way that like a nonprofit might like adopt it as a slogan and like run with it. No, see, but then I'd be really annoyed if anybody was ever like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. true. Yeah, like, see that's me. True. Don't just see my disability. I'd be like, oh my God. Well, the, pro- the, the problem with those is they, they never say just. It's always see me, not my disability. If they said see me, just not, you know, if it was like I'm more than just like I would have a lot less of a problem with that. But it's 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 always like I can't be both. It's either I'm a person or I'm a disabled person, which means I'm like a human equivalent of a houseplant. Like it's never disabled (laughs) people can't can't have personality, Emily. It's against the rules. I also feel like I have seen and I couldn't pinpoint where the whole like you are more than your disability Oh, maybe it's like a Paralympics thing. But like I am and they're cool. I love the Paralympics. I've never watched them because I don't like like sports, but I love the idea behind the Paralympics. These are (laughs) disabled people who are the best at what they do. And it's awesome. But the only thing people care about is that they're disabled. And that's what bothers me. That's like the (laughs) I know that's the point. But they're like top tier athletes. They're only not in the Olympics so that they can compete with other disabled people and have a fair fight. Like, there's a big difference. Ugh. I have so many complex thoughts on the Paralympics I, that we I could know. probably do a whole episode on that. 
have I ever sent you that video about the, the, the team, the one that the team that lied to be a part of the Special Olympics, not the Paralympics, and they weren't actually disabled? It was like a team of able-bodied people who like lied to qualify for the Special Olympics. Why would you ever do that? Why would I you ever yeah. be that kind of a jerk? Oh man, I gotta send you this. Okay, never mind. All right, I'll send you this off off when we're done. But uh, oh man, well now I'm all riled up. Anyway, this was forty minutes of Kyle and I giving each other a therapy session. <laughs> so, um. If you want to support the accessible stall and help make sure that every episode is accessible, what can they do? Oh my god, they can go to patreon.com slash the accessible stall just one dollar a month ensures that each, every, and all the future episodes remain accessible. And by that mean we, we mean we transcribe them. Um yeah, do that if you can, and if you're willing and able. See you next time. And you look good today. I'm thinking about willing and able now. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> by, by that I mean I, I desperately want to talk about that, but we're ending this episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was just, you know, if I don't know what I'm doing. If you're willing anymore, as guys. in you want to, and you're able <laughs> as in you have the financial means to, <laughs> but if you're able and as in not able-bodied, but you still have the financial means to, you should still do it. In fact, you should do it more than anybody. Good night, everybody. You really do look good today. I know Kyle said it already, but man, you look fabulous. Literally, you're 10 out of 10 so hot. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time. Bye.